Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome to Write Our Way, which will be hosted by fictional writer Patrick Starks. If you have not read the description below, these podcast discussions will be surrounded around writing short stories and novels, discussions of storytelling through film, using comparisons from the 80s and the current movies we see today, as well as discussions about how these movies impact our lives, or if not, why. If you are a writer, a reader, or neither of the two, who is looking for some inspiration, a little motivation, something that will get you excited about writing, something that will help you develop and feel confident in your own style, then you have come to the right place. My friends, welcome to Write Our Way. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. My name is Patrick Starks, and welcome to another episode of Write Our Way. Today, we're going to be talking about a special topic, one of my favorite topics, and what I feel to be a very big topic to talk about, and that is third-person versus first-person narration. I'm sure some of you guys are wondering what I mean by that. What I mean by that is that when we're speaking in third-person, that is somebody from the outside coming in to tell the story of the character or you know, the protagonist, antagonist, or the anti-hero. When I'm speaking about in first person, we're actually giving the audience a good chance to connect with the actual character themselves because at this point, the character themselves is telling the story in their own life, which we, of course, have always done when we tell people about the stories of our lives. And what I think that's so beautiful about this is that you really get to play around with how you get your audience to connect to your characters or to the story through both the third person aspect and the first person aspect of narration. Now, when speaking in third person, flat out, you have a lot more opportunity to express what's going on in the scene, describe emotions or describe uh, elements in the scene, like what's going on if a certain color or a certain texture or taste of something isn't right. Now, when you're speaking in first person, it's a little different. You are bringing your audience a little bit closer to the actual character themselves because it's actually them talking and telling their story in the way as if you would tell your own story, essentially. And the beautiful thing about that is that you're able to expel or put out the emotion of how that character is actually feeling. Now, when you're talking in third person, it's a little bit more trickier than that. What you have to think about is the dialogue. And that's where all the magic happens. To really express that emotion of your character, your dialogue is going to be a huge, huge part. Now, a lot of you guys would say, well, your dialogue is also in third person when the character is speaking. I'm like, well, yes, but no, not technically. Because, again, when you're speaking in third person, you're just telling the story. You're not actually like it's almost like a think of it like a play. You're not actually playing out the characters. You're just describing what's going on in the story and who the character is meeting or who they're interacting with. And at some point, you let them kind of act it out so people can get a better idea of what's really being portrayed in that particular scene. Now, when you're speaking in first person, it's so much more rich and so much more personable because now you're allowing your audience to actually hear from the character's lips of how they feel and what's going on, how they feel about certain things. Now, in speaking in third person, you can only express so much of how the character is feeling. A lot of that, again, has to go through the dialogue. And you know, everyone, when it comes to speaking in third person or first person or anything in life, as a great Bruce Lee says, we need emotional content. 
just like Bruce Lee said, everyone, we need emotional content. And without the emotional content for third person or first person narration, it's going to be really difficult for you to get your audience to connect with those characters or with whatever one of these you choose. Whether it's third person or first person, you're going to need emotional content to connect the audience with these characters or the story in general. And that's kind of one of the things that I wanted to talk to you guys about. This is going to be kind of like a discussion of writing tips, essentially. Now, when it comes to these two particular topics, I'm not going to say that either one's better than the other. It really depends on what you like to write, how you want to write. You know, as a writer, me personally, I like to bounce back and forth. I think both are great and it really depends on your story. Like, how do you want to tell your story and how do your characters interact in your story? I think that's what really gives you an idea of how you want to tackle your story. Do you want to tackle it on the third person way or the first person way where it's going to be a little bit more personable? You really got to think about who you want to be speaking. Uh, very rarely do I see where the third person speaker in a story is the actual antagonist. That'd be great. I actually might do that myself. I might do a little homework and start doing some short stories where the antagonist is talking in third person. Yes, I mean, either one of these topics that you write about, you got to really think about the voice. And I think, again, I have spoken about this before in previous podcasts. And again, like I said in the previous podcast, I'm going to keep beating this in all of our heads until it is something that we all like live and breathe by. I think these are essential, knowledgeable tools that we need as writers to express our stories in a way that really connects to the audience. And really, yeah, voice is going to be a big thing. I know when I was first starting off writing and doing stories as just a narrator, my voice was really off. And I first learned that by was when I had an editor, an actual editor, edit one of my short stories because I was going to be putting a short story book on Amazon and she was just like what's going on to narrator what's why does their voice change like one minute they sound like there's somebody that talks in old English times and one minute they sound like they talk to like somebody in 2021 so <laughs> it's one of those things where you really want to be careful with voice keep your voice very consistent and be mindful about when you're writing as a narrator that your voice does not change and that it has this nice little dance, this nice little flow where people or your audience isn't getting confused on the time frame of your story. Because I think the voice can really show what your time frame is. And just to clarify what I mean by time frame, I mean like basically time frame from the 1800s to the 20th century. People want to know what time frame they're in. And if you're speaking old English times, they're going to think you're way back in English times, but it's going to be confusing if you have your narrator talking in old English times and then yet have the story have all these 20th century elements to it, if you know what I mean. So that's one of the things you really want to be careful with is the voice, 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 voice. <laughs> I'm not kidding, you guys. Do not be like me. Do not make that rookie mistake. Just make sure that you really watch your voice and make sure it's consistent. But don't overwhelm yourself, of course. I don't want you guys to stress out about the voice. It takes time to really develop your voice again. It's not something that happens overnight. It happens when you write and write and write and you read a lot, too. It's the only way you can develop your voice because, again, if you know how to articulate words, if you know how writing is structured, how sentences and paragraphs are structured, how dialogue comes into play, how metaphors come into play, then you can begin to play around with it and really be a magician. And that's what writers are to me. We're magicians. Well, at least for fictional writers, we tell stories that aren't quite real and we make people believe they're real, but on the contrary, they are sometimes real. They have real elements too. There's always a truth to fiction <laughs> that I like to say. So again, yeah, just 
be careful the voice guys and I mean it happens right I think us as writers when we first begin we make that mistake because we're going off of how our favorite authors write and again one of my favorite authors has always been Neil Gaiman or Gaiman forgive me Neil if I'm getting your name wrong but again a fan of yours love your work still read a lot of your work and so again when I was reading Neil's stories I sounded a lot like him sounded very English and I'm like I'm a 32-year-old, you know, African-American writer, you know, and I've never even been to England or anywhere like that. Hell, I don't even think I've been out of the country. Have I been out of the country? Yeah, yeah, I have. Well, I don't know if Canada counts, but yeah, that's another story. But uh, yeah, I mean, when I started reading him, my voice was very much like his, and a lot of it didn't make sense because Neil is a type of writer, he, one, he, he does have the English accent, and two... A lot of his stories, he likes to go back and take from those olden times. I had to reframe myself and realize, like, maybe maybe my stories aren't going to always be in the olden times. Maybe they're going to be a little bit more 21st century. And I had to put myself in check and say, hey, if you're going to do something that's going to be more modern. Sometimes I like to write about short stories about city of Seattle. I live in Seattle, so I like to write about those type of stories or like write stories around that location because I don't really hear many stories about Seattle. I mean, Grey's Anatomy? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I do my best to like write stories around areas that I've been to because I think it's nice when you can put like a fictional vibe on or magical element into a world you've actually been in. So I think that's really cool. Again, as writers, I'm sure a lot of you guys have favorite authors here. Just be sure not to imitate their voice. It'll take time to get out of it. When you're a fan of somebody, you're a fan of somebody, you want to be just as good as them. You want to write just as good as them. So it's not really like you're purposely copying them. You're just so admired by it that you want to sound like them. You want to sound professional. You want to sound like a, a great writer. So, and that happens. But over time, what will happen is the more you write and read, you will become that great writer and you will have your own voice. I know you all will, but you just got to, you know, be mindful to put yourself in check and, you know, keep yourself up to date of not getting too off track away from that. I think that's an essential thing to know as a writer is to stay on track of developing your own voice. I think that's the biggest part of becoming a writer is having your own voice. That's the beautiful thing about writing in general. When you read other people's stories, Everyone has this unique voice. So again, guys, just to wrap it up, I would say another one of my writing tips for this topic would probably be just playing around with it. Again, not stressing yourself out. See which ones you like. Neither one of them are better than the other. I can't sit here and tell you that first person is what people like or third person is what people like. Like that's what's trending right now. Neither one of those are like the trending thing. And speaking of trends, again, don't get caught up in the trends. Don't get caught up of what's hot if romance novels are hot or or if uh, fantasy is what people like or children's books what people like I mean write what you want to write because again it's going to show it's going to show through your words and your emotion that you're writing solely because you love to write and you have a story to tell that's been in your head for a long time and you just want to get it out you want to share it with the world because you think it's fucking awesome (laughs) so you don't want to get caught up in these trends so Again, guys, as always, it has been a pleasure talking with you all. And again, give you guys a little homework. Just do a little uh, little writing prompts for yourself. Just try to write 
some things in third person or some things in first person and just see uh see where it goes i mean don't be afraid to post it either uh post it on your blog post or whatnot and see see what people think that was one of the first ways that i've noticed what i was really good at is when i tried both and i was like oh okay see people are liking me more when i speak in first person and i think it's because when i write in first person i'm a little bit more emotionally embedded into it because i am speaking as the character would speak the character is essentially me, but not me, if that makes sense. Again, it's more personable. I don't know if a lot of you guys can tell by now, I'm a very personable person. I like to emotionally connect with people and, and hear people out. I'm a very good listener, so that is probably my calling. <laughs> so uh, pleasure again talking with you guys. Love you guys. I know you guys are going to do great things and looking forward to hearing and reading all you guys' writings and... Looking forward to more of your works. Until the next episode, guys, I'll see you soon. Hope you all enjoyed and had something to take away from today's discussion. To find out more about our lovely host, Patrick Starks, and even some of his writing works, go to www.paycark.com. That's www.paycark.com. Stay tuned for the next episode of Write Our Way and have yourself a fantastic day.